Ignition sequence start. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Welcome to Lunar Galactic, home of the To the Moon podcast. Your landing for common sense stock market picks and hot takes. No nonsense, no frills, except this bougie intro. So, here's the thing. The quants and suits hate us and hate you. Why? Because we only pick winners. To the Moon is the home of gut feelings and degenerate straight talk. So strap in and buckle up. Here are your hosts, X and J. What's going on, everybody? Uh, good to have you guys back. It's your host, X and J, back at it again. How's everyone doing this fine evening? Uh, I feel like uh, I haven't talked to you guys in a while, but it's only been a week. Uh, uh, just to keep it going, the disclaimer is uh, don't use any of this investment decision or any advice based... Jesus, can I speak? Come on, Do not base any investment Shit. decision upon any information found in this podcast. Sorry, guys, I'm nervous. I mean, it's a big deal being on this pod every week. Yeah, I'd be nervous too, Jay, going over your picks from last uh, week. I, you know, I called you the one for three man, and now I got to face myself in the mirror and call myself the one for three you gotta, man. You got to eat your foot on that one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, some quick hitters from last week, and then we'll kind of get into the meat and potatoes of the of the news. X. You're kind of our resident nerd on SPACs. Can you talk about that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, just quick, real quick, like Jay just said, SPACs. SPACs are back, guys. Uh, you know, that that's just sexy. SPACs are back. Basically, it's these privately held companies. Um, uh, you know, uh, SPAC stands for uh, Special Private Acquisition Company, I think, Jay. Uh, but basically, they're back. They are these privately held companies that form almost like a, like, I'd say like a VC firm or like even like a hedge fund type of deal. Where they form real quick on the you know publicly, uh, they get a lot of money invested in them, and then they have like a deadline from when they can go invest in private buy private companies, and so it's like a really easy way if you're a private company to go public pretty quick. Now it used to be popular right around 2008, uh, but then it had some sort of falling out because all the regulation stuff went out. Or, or went up. Sounds but, ominous. Yeah, sounds ominous. But now, <laughs> yeah, but now it's back just because the influx of capital. It's kind of crazy right off the piggyback of Corona, but uh, is what it is. Going on from that, Zoom up twenty two and a half percent after hours today. Almost at four hundred bones. I mean, are you kidding me? I, I think that we all knew like Zoom was gonna blow it out again, but like to the extent that it did, is kind of bonks. Uh, Zoom's kind of like your next door neighbor. That's a you know he's a goody two shoes kid, and he just kind of everything he does bothers you. Uh, I I personally I just hate Zoom. I'm sick of being on it all day every day. It just it's it, I just feel like I spend most of my day on Zoom, and it, I'm tired of it. Yeah. I'd rather be face to face. It's just starting to aggravate me. You know I I kind of get pissed off by it too, especially seeing all the Microsoft Teams commercials now. I mean, they got some cool shit. Why is Zoom rated so high? But Microsoft Teams is doing 10, th- 10 times better than they are, you know? It just seems like they got way more cool features, and we're just kind of stuck with the shitty little brother. It's just, it's like, cool, dude. You're up 22.5% after hours. Like, nice. Okay. It's like, yeah. that's like really cool and all, but I'm just, I'm just quite like, frankly, I'm, I'm done with you. I, I want you out of my life. It just... And it's, it's here to stay, X. I don't think it's going anywhere. Um, that's enough of that nonsense. 
Uh, guys, Friday during the day I was on the golf course. Sorry I couldn't be on the, you know, looking at the Bloomberg term terminals all afternoon. But uh, Friday afternoon I took uh, a little stock at my phone. I looked at it and I saw that the Dow has erased all losses. Or, yeah, the Dow has erased all losses for the year. Um, pretty insane if you think about it. Uh, going back to that March March 21st uh, down there the you know the valley yeah, of it yeah uh That's who would have thought that we would have been here uh certainly not me i don't think anyone really would have uh just kind of goes to show you how everyone is just so, so invested in the stock market going up no matter what goes on yeah i mean i i think don't i mean don't quote me on this day but i'm pretty sure during 2008 i think it took four years to get to erase all of the losses uh, again, don't quote me on it. I think it was something crazy like that, though. And now that we've done it in what? What's been five months? Five months tops, yeah. yeah. That's kind of nuts. You know what, guys? I'm going to kind of become a contrarian, I think. I'm, I'm kind of tired of the stock market going up. I don't I don't really understand it. Uh, it's great for my portfolio, but I just don't understand why it is. Like, it's beyond reason. Uh, you see all these people coming on, talking about it, just... It's it's beyond beyond mind boggling in my opinion. I but, mean, what what's the point of being like doing a technical analysis anymore if no. it's just going to keep going up? No, I, I think you throw everything analysis out the board. You take cardboard cutouts, you put them on a dartboard, and you just throw a dart at it. Whichever one it hits, you just invest in that. You probably got a seventy five percent chance it's going to go up in the next week or two. <laughs> um, moving along, that moving uh, along. Uh, Big news coming out of the past couple of weeks, and well, really the last week is the Apple and Tesla stock split. I mean, I mean, box. X, X. Can you give me some analysis on if these are actually good for companies? Or Jay, I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here, and I I can't stop punching myself in the face. Yeah. Looking at these stocks go up after these stock splits. Basically, here's the deal. Little Timmy, bring back our little friend, Little Timmy. Little Timmy's back. Little Timmy is back. Okay. He asks you, he wants to buy lemonade from the lemonade stand, okay? Yeah. Lemonade guy doesn't take $20 bill. So he asks you, hey man, can you give me four or $5 bills with this $20 bill? Okay. Great. So you go, yeah, sure, little Timmy, 20 bucks is 20 bucks, here you go. Yeah. Little Timmy has it, but then all of a sudden, when he gets the four or $5 bills back, it just multiplies by like seven because he thinks it's worth so much more. He's like, wow, I got four more bills. But it's actually just one. Is it? It's, it's, it's just twenty dollars still. He, he had the same thing he had before. Yet it's just he. You know he's ecstatic. Then he goes and buys seven lemonades when he was only going to buy one before. Which just kind of goes back to that age-old uh, paradox: quantity over quality, or quality over quantity. I don't know which is better right now. It seems like people are just jazzed up. I mean, Robin Hood crashes today because of overuse from these. They're actually like pinpointing that these splits are the reason it went out, yeah. which is kind of bonks that two stocks are now literally the driver of a market. Now, honestly, fuck Robinhood. I woke up this morning to a notification on my phone that my portfolio was down 34% because <laughs> it didn't factor in the Apple stock split. Oh, Jesus Christ. Dude. I mean, come on. You're a fucking trading app. X, you're starting to sound like Berkshire Hathaway, yeah. though, with uh, Apple being your whole portfolio. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, Boner Man X. Yeah, four for one stocks, but that, that's enough to drive it down 34%. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm sitting at maybe 8% diversity, so I guess that's still a good amount. But Guys, I'm actually all in on this concept 
of the Dow reshuffling and adding new stocks into it and uh, uh, basically relegating old stocks that they're like, this really doesn't have that big of an impact on the market anymore. It's kind of like X and I are big soccer guys because, you know, we're American and all. So (laughs) this is kind of goes with the territory. The relegation system for soccer is exactly what's going on in the Dow 30. Uh, I'm all aboard on it. We're going to welcome into the Dow 30 Honeywell AI can... AI conglomerate, Salesforce, everybody knows it does cloud software with sales management, and then Amgen, which is biotech sex. I mean, it's just like they, the, the makers of the Dow 30 actually listen to To The Moon podcast and go, oh man, X and J are dead on with their thoughts of these are the sexy in industries right now, and we need to add them to it. Uh, kind of, I mean, I'm here for it, X. And then yeah. we say Adios, ExxonMobil, Pfizer, and Raytheon, which Raytheon is the largest guided missile uh, producer in the world. Uh, I guess, you know, we're experiencing a lot of peace right now. Not a lot going on, other than in Africa, obviously. And I've been all over that. Oh, anyway, I'm going to need to hear from that. Jay. Yeah. Um, well, what's kind of crazy about that, Jay, is it's almost like you're trading three sexy stocks for three washed up sexy stocks. You know what I mean? It's a fair trade. It's like, I feel like, yeah, I mean, it makes no sense. I feel like, you know, we're going to, we're going to hear this again, maybe in a month, two months from now, you're going to hear three more sexy stocks out the door or what were sexy stocks with trading three more new ones. It's like the whole, uh, like desensitizing thing. Yeah. Like you've just seen, you know, you've seen Exxon and, Pfizer bump around, you know, for so long. Yeah, you're just yeah. like, hey, I mean, I'm just kind of tired of it. Doesn't them. really get you out of the bed in the morning. No. Uh, I did read with the stock splits that Apple uh, was 12% of the Dow, um, correct? And now it's with the stock split, it's 3%, which oh. I guess makes sense. 12 divided by 4 equals 3. It's good in math. Good, good arithmetic guy over here. Uh, that makes sense to me. Uh, so Jay, hit, hit us with the uh, geopolitical news of the week. I saw you put a talking point about New Zealand on here, and I couldn't be more uh, couldn't be more intrigued to know where you're going with this one. Okay, guys, we've all seen sil- serial killer uh, TV shows, okay? And there, there's always some just genius detective behind what's going on. You know, he's got he's in his uh, he's in his office in a, like a dark room, probably at home because he's doing it off the books because he thinks it's a government conspiracy. And hey, I'm with that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna piece the newspaper articles together for you. New Zealand has been in the news a ton lately for how they're handling the coronavirus. About a month ago, all they could talk about was how well they're doing. They recently brought back uh, shutdowns because they have had a spike in cases. And even uh, our President Trump got into the mix with the uh, I don't know if it's Prime Minister or President. I'm sorry, guys, I didn't do that deep of a dive on <laughs> New Zealand politics, but. Uh, he was kind of, Trump was kind of shit talking him a little bit. And, you know, with this increased intention, becomes a bigger spotlight on him. And there, last week, there was four days in a row of attacks on the server. And these were called DDoS attacks, which basically mean that they flood the server with a bunch of traffic to ultimately crash it. And they said that these attacks came from overseas people, uh, most likely large hack or anonymous hacking groups. Uh, X, I don't know about you, but I've seen this song and dance before. This has Prime Minister Z written all whoa. over it, even if we're not admitting it. Whoa, dog, whoa. I, I, I'm here for these conspiracy theories because I genuinely believe in them. Is China versus New Zealand the new, I mean, the new civil war? Is that what's coming? I wouldn't go that far. I still got my eyes on Egypt versus Ethiopia. Well, but obviously. I, you know, you can't 
sweep that one under the rug. You got to keep keen focus on so, that. Well, I mean, Jay, what do you think? What would President G? I mean, what do we think he wants out of New Zealand stock market? Or do we think he's doing as the old blackmail bait and switch where he wants the prime minister of New Zealand's wife? So he's going to hold the stock market over his head. Could very well be that. You know, I, I don't have a, a, a concrete take for this other than I've got my eyes everywhere and I'm going to keep it glued there. <laughs> I'm not going to let anyone take advantage of sweet New Zealand. I um, mean, maybe President Xi's on to something. New Zealand stock market could be the new move. I mean, yeah. what, what's uh, what's Warren Buffett doing in Japan? He should be over in New Zealand right now. Though. Yeah, I, actually, that's a great point. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. That's kind of a wild move. I mean, yeah. First off, I mean, you talk about one slap in the face from Warren Buffett investing most of his shit in gold, yeah. you know, a few weeks ago. His, his first investment, you know, in the whole coronavirus pandemic, you know, in gold. This week's coming out. He just made like five or six new investments into Japan. Yeah. Crazy move. Like, what Everyone, are you doing, guy? Past 20 years, everybody has said Japan is just a deadbeat. You know, it just kind of, you know, kind of your friend who you don't really like to talk to, but he shows up at everything. Uh, I, It's just kind of a psycho move. It's like, it's almost at this point, he's just doing it for clicks. I, I was about to say, I think, I feel like at this point, he's just doing it out of principle, where he's yeah. just like, you know, fuck, fuck America right now. I'm just gonna go uh, invest in in Japan again. I, I mean, I already put all my money against the U.S. stock market in gold, and now I'm gonna go put more money into a, a another counter U.S. move. I mean, kind of crazy, Warren. I would, I would maybe check out the whole New Zealand market. Uh, could be worth your time. Um, you know, maybe if someone is in your investor profile asking you for to type in your password again. Uh, I would give it to them. They seem like pretty reliable guys, even if it is President Xi. Um, but, I mean, good luck, man. I, I Honestly, I'm not rooting for you. <laughs> Me neither. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about something I came across a couple days ago. It's called Lloyd's of London. Uh, it is a insurance and reinsurance market located in London and it's not an insurance company it's a it's a corporate body governed by uh, corporations and individuals where it doesn't actually act as an insurance agency in principle but that's effectively what it does it's a group of people that uh, insure very strange you know unique things uh, some of the things that they um, insure include I saw that they Ensure uh, Celine Dion's uh, vocal cords, uh, America Ferrara's smile for $10 million, Troy Palomalu's hair for $1 million, Food Critic and Gourmet Egon Rone's taste buds for 250,000 euros, uh, and Pat McAfee, you know, everybody's favorite punter from the NFL. During his franchise tag season with the Indianapolis Colts, his legs were actually insured by this place. So they're, you know, they're kind of like a, almost like a bookie. They'll take on any type of risk that you throw at them because in the end, they're going to make money long term. But these people just feel safer going to get these things insured that no one else will insure in their right minds. How does that work? I, I you know, I'm not exactly sure how it works. Uh, I saw they have 35 billion euros worth of premiums. Uh, something to keep. I don't even know. To keep your eye on it. It's just more interesting to kind of know about it. That's crazy. Yeah. I, mean, I guess next time that we're gonna need our, you know, our fingers insured for all the 
stock picks that we're making. Yeah. We should hit up Lloyd's. I'm in for that. Uh, moving right along to our positions for last week. Uh, <laughs> I mean, just atrocious. Both of us went one for three. Kind of shitty week. Uh, not much we can say other than we're going to go back to the drawing board once again. I know we keep saying that, but man, it, it's tough to pick losers right now because everything's going up. Uh, briefly, I'll say Costco I had as my buy went up 1%. That was my one winner. Had EA Sports as my hold went down 3%. And then uh, Win, which was my sell, went up 1.5%. Just kind of shitty across the board. X, what, how do you do? I right, terrible. One for three again. Uh, I am one for three, man, right now, as sad as it is to say. It's almost just like, dis- it's it's not, it's it's the old father thing, like, hey, man, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Like, yeah. I'm just disappointed in myself. I don't know how. When I'm disappointed, too. Yeah, I don't know how the whole market, Jay, you're right, keeps going up, but somehow to the moon is single-handedly picking out the stocks that are not going up. You know, we're making up, there's a new index right now that we're making called the to the moon you know, 20. Yeah. That's all the stocks that aren't going up when everything else is. And yeah. that, that we single-handedly make that up right now. It's pretty crazy how uh, how that works. So I had Etsy. Uh, I picked them. They were actually post-earnings last week. Uh, they went down 7%. Not even sure why. Uh, honestly, it was just too disappointed to even look into it. Uh, Dr. or D, DR Horton, um, they go under DHI. They also fell 5%. Thought that was a good pick. Again, just too disappointed to look into that one. And then gold, that was my sell. Uh, that was wrong. That went up half a percent, which is good. That was my one for three. Uh, I just surely did that out of principle, just because I don't like Warren right now. So yeah. that that was my that was my sell last week, and that Can't one blame you. Yeah, I mean that one went up. That that was the only thing that helped me out there. Honestly, I I, I like to keep promising that I'm gonna do better, but I mean it's just a matter of whether or not something clicks at this point. Yeah, I, I'd say we'd be happy to move along to our picks for next week. Uh, just, you know, everybody keeps a score at home. I'm still up one Whoopstrap subscription <laughs> as opposed to X's Ofer. Uh, my buy for this week, uh, you just want to run through each of ours, and then, or do you want to do buy for buy? Give me, give me some buy for buy here. Tom. All right, buy for buy. Right, here, my, we yeah, here we go. Best buy, trading at $110.91. Interesting. Um, you know, not a very conventional play. Uh, just because, I mean, a couple of years ago, everybody was kind of out on best buy. But I think it's coming back. They're doing a lot through e-commerce right now. Uh, that's kind of a sexy word, e-commerce. Yeah. Jay, do you think they're priced out? Mm, no, just because I don't think anything is is possibly okay, priced fair. out right now. That's fair. I just know they had a killer earnings report. I think yeah. for quarter two, yeah. uh, they they did. But I look for even more with the back to school hit okay. that they're gonna get in the quarter is three this, results. Is this kind of the old Chipotle model where you're just gonna try and throw your wallet <laughs> at them and see you know, if they go up? Potentially, I sure hope it it doesn't go like my Chipotle one. But uh, X, your buy. Yeah, I mean, Jay, my buy, this is the most confident buy I've had in a long time. Oh, jeez. Short it. (laughs) You know what? This is like, if I could have Katy Perry's Dark Horse song playing in the background right now. Okay. That's what what would be pumping. And this is is the little man. This is the underdog. This is who everyone is rooting for this week. And Jay, I I know you're usually rooting against my picks, as am I for you. But I know you're going to be on board with this one because everyone is on board for the little man 
in, in the competition, right? This is the old David versus Goliath. Ready? Oracle. Oracle will get TikTok. To the Moon is saying it first. Oracle is going to land TikTok. And I have oh, a few wow. concrete reasons why. So they're gonna get TikTok, Jay, because first reason, data. Big data, sexy. Sexy word, okay, big data. That's what, <laughs> that's what started this problem, okay? And Oracle, everyone knows them as just the data guys, okay? They have no consumer, consumer edge, but they have data. And so what's gonna start this problem is what's gonna end this problem, big data centers. First reason, that's, that's data. One Se thing I know is if you have data, you've got a lot. You've got a lot. Now, yeah. Jay, you know, the big problem, right, was the data. And, you know, TikTok's got all the data, all the times you clicked on Addison Ray's profile, all the all the weird slimy <laughs> what shit is going on that here? you're liking on TikTok. All right, X. Oracle's going to be the guy to manage that now. Guy who's Next. obsessed with James Bond scenes. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting, okay. Uh, second reason that Oracle's going to get TikTok. Larry Ellison. Larry Ellison is a co-founder of Oracle. Larry Ellison is also a backer of Trump. Trump wants a piece of the uh, TikTok deal. Why not have Oracle, Larry Ellison co-founder, give Trump a piece if Trump pushes Oracle to get the deal? That's what's going to happen. So you got data and you've got Larry Ellison and you've got the underdog spirit. I think those three things are going to make Oracle get this deal. And I think you guys are all going to be surprised when Oracle gets it. I'm, I'm shocked to hear that you're condoning a guy like Larry Ellison who's adding millions and millions of, or excuse me, taking away millions and millions of dollars from the native people of the island that he owns. I'm appalled, quite frankly. But that's for another time. <laughs> okay, I, I personally like to say I'm for native and indigenous people, but I guess not you, X. That's interesting. <laughs> Interesting, interesting. Uh, you're putting words out of my mouth there. That's my hold for the week, Vista Outdoors, $19.39 bones, folks. Uh, yeah, you guys heard we went on a camping trip a couple weeks back. I mean, the place is littered with everyone. I, I mean, I've, Jay, you're a huge camper guy. Uh, yeah, I'll be I mean, the first to admit it. I have never been camping before two weeks ago, and it was very eye-opening to see that people actually enjoyed doing stuff like that. <laughs> I mean, Jay, would you consider yourself a gearhead? No, no, no that's our friend no. Mike did here. Whoa! No, whoa, no. dog, whoa! I could say this, though. I could be a Bear Grylls Jr., and I don't think anyone would blink an eye. I think uh, I would. Bottom line is people are flooding this place, especially when it's gonna it's gonna be a little it's uh, flooding campsites, and then uh, people it's gonna be a little colder coming in. There's gonna be good weather for camping. It's only gonna see increased demand. I look for it to go up tomorrow. Okay, and interesting. The rest of the week. Uh, good luck with that pick. I know yeah, you're. I, I know you're a huge it. camper man. So yeah. I mean, I guess I just gotta camper J. Yeah, camper J. All right, uh, my hold for the week: CrowdStrike. Uh, honestly, I mean, it should be a buy. I just, I wish I could put two buys. I just have a slight, a slight edge that this thing is going to go to the moon. On Wednesday, we've got earnings coming out of CrowdStrike. And it's just, I mean, for, for those of you guys that don't know CrowdStrike, it's just sexy. It's just everything about it's sexy. You talk to any institutional investor, and we're not big institutional investor fans here, but I mean, it's it's the rave of everyone. Institutional, retail, J, whatever category you put Everybody wants in. to dip their toe in CrowdStrike. Everyone wants to dip their toe in CrowdStrike, and I want a full-body 
I want a full body skinny dip in CrossDrive. Wow, man. that's that's kind yeah. of vivid. Look for it, Jay. I'm gonna put a hot take out there. CrossDrive will go up. 15% this week. Interesting. Very Earnings are going to go to the moon. That'll be something to behold if that will ever happen, but we'll see. Uh, my sell for the week, Walmart at $138.85. Uh, kind of goes back to my theory that I don't think a TikTok deal is going to get done. Uh, and I think people are going to react negatively to Walmart in, in this upcoming week when or the weeks before September 15th. So that's about two weeks. Uh, nothing's getting done, folks, in my humble opinion. And it's going to react negatively on Walmart. People thought, oh, this is such great news. Walmart's getting in on this. And really, Walmart had no business ever being in this. I may eat my words in two weeks, but I'm going to hold strong in this belief that nothing's happening with Walmart and TikTok. I'm out. I don't care what the fuck happens with Walmart Plus. It's a wannabe Instacart, in my opinion. And I personally think uh, I'm just out on Walmart. Interesting. I think Walmart Plus is going to be huge. Uh, it's just whether or not Plus is going to catch up to you this week in your cell or not. Yeah, I think we'll that's, see. That's we'll a see. matter of fact. X, uh, give me your cell. My cell, AT&T. Uh, two reasons. Shitty Wi-Fi, for one. I just, I mean, I'm, I'm, I've about had it with their Wi-Fi, Jay. Uh, I think set, we all have. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Uh, kind of getting chili dog left and right by their Wi-Fi. Uh, but, I mean, really, the, the big fundamental reason is the DirecTV deal. Cord cutting. Um, cord cutting. Cord cutting. Man, I, I, you can't scroll through Twitter without some guy tweeting you about NBA ratings being down because of cord cutters. <laughs> yeah, cord cutting, obviously. Uh, <coughs> basically, folks, they've tried to sell uh, DirecTV once or twice. They even had, had a hard time uh, at, like getting DirecTV. They had a hard time getting their M&A deal through with that. Uh, so it's just kind of been there, you know, little redhead stepchild that's mm-hmm. just been up, you know, up their ass the whole time. I think they're going to have some problems getting rid of it. I don't think they're going to get rid of it this week. Uh, it's kind of like trading a washed up running back away from, a, you yeah, know, nobody hard, wants man. him. So it's like, you kind of like, can we get like some, maybe like some salary cap donation added <laughs> to him for him? All right. I mean, it's just hard. They're yeah. in a tough spot. I feel for him, but their stock's going to go down this week. I'm with it. Uh, boner stock of the week. Uh, first time ever into the moon. We've got a, kind of a double dip. AT&T is also our bonus Whoa. stock of the week. Uh, just kind of for the same reasons that uh, X was talking about. It. Their service is terrible. Uh, I think we're downloading in Dallas right now at about negative 35 <laughs> megabytes per second. So you're better off just going on the roof and trying to get some LTE. Uh, and the big reason for me is they're snitching on big tech, which no. if, if there's one thing I know, it's that you don't narc on big tech. You think, uh, you know, I would have thought Slimy Zuck would be the first one to narc on big yeah, tech. Slimy Zuck and Sleepy Tim Cook, dude. I, I'm out on those two guys, <laughs> but God knows all they do is have stocks that go up. Uh, dude, I'm not going to lie. Those two are slimy as hell. Yeah. But I would not want to be on the other team. No, no, no. It's, it's an unfair fight. And my whole thing about it is, so AT&T came out and said they want to make some severe changes to Section 230 of the FCC, which basically means that the big tech companies have to be more transparent of their daily decisions Meaning that, like, Google and Apple are going to have to prioritize, or excuse me, 
explain how they're prioritizing their search results and even more so their daily decisions of the company. Ah, X, you think Slimy Zuck on a make make believe surfboard and the you know the green screen is gonna have any time to put up with the bullshit that's going on right now? Not a chance. No chance. AT and T, they're gonna go down this week. I'm with X. I wish I could add that as myself. You know what Slimy Zuck and uh, Sleepy Tim Cook are doing when they hear this shit? They're sitting out right now, and they're making they're making a new company to compete with AT and T. Just bury it, or they're just splitting stocks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're or, just splitting or they're, their yeah. stuff. They're getting ready stock splits. You're right. Absolutely. Uh, the old "Don't let your woman talk to this guy at the bar" stock for the week. This is the IPO we like to focus on. Uh, Good RX. You guys have heard it. You guys have heard it on TV, folks. You guys have heard it. Uh, you know, probably on the radio talked about it. It's, it's pretty. You know all the way out there advertising-wise. Uh, but basically, they just do price comparison for local pharmacies with medicine. It's one of those things like uh, like the light bulb that's just so fundamental. You're like, mm-hmm. how did I not think of this? Yeah. I mean, how did like I not Uber, think... Uber, I always kicked Uber. myself. I could have done Uber. Yeah, Uber or... Yeah, like the, the toaster. Toaster, yeah. Clock. Clock. Like, yeah, yeah, just simple things that you're like, wow, I could have done that. Yeah. Uh, but, Absolutely. I mean, that's just how good RX is, and I think they're positioned pretty well. Obviously, uh, we're not going to get to you get in before they get priced out because right. those, those fucking... J.P. Morgan slime bags. Yeah, yeah. Those slime bags are going to get in uh, while we're all twiddling, twiddling our thumbs in the quiet yeah. period. But Wait, no, just waiting to get price dogged. Yeah, we're going to get price dogged, of course, but... Uh, uh, I mean, it is what it is. It just- Moon. Available on all podcast platforms. Be sure to subscribe and give us an insta-follow so you never miss an episode. Tell your friends, make some pics, and make some money. money.